Hello, everybody. Welcome to the CJN podcast, Rivku, sponsored by the Canadian Race Relations Foundation. And I am Rivka Campbell. Today, I am so pleased to have Sarah Braun as my guest. She has recently published a book, an autobiography, and it was released in March of this year. And I have to say, I love the title. I am always tempted to change the first word of the title, but it is a very deliberate title. And it is called That Black Hasidic Lady, A Memoir of a Dark-Skinned Hasidic Woman. Love the title. So welcome, Sarah. I'm so Thank pleased you. that you were able to join us. So, Thank you. So you know you're going to get the usual questions because we want to get to know you. But ultimately, the best way to get to know you, and I'm saying this to our audience, buy her book. Buy her book. I read it basically in one sitting. Really? It, you, you drew me in, Sarah. You, you drew me in. And then I would pause and say, oh, no, but I need to find out what happened. Oh, but oh, really? Oh, no, I got to find out. And then when it ended, I was like, okay, I need the rest of her life story. <laughs> I felt a like, lot of people. <laughs> yeah, you know what? It felt like you just cut us off. <laughs> so yes. That, you, you know why? Because at some point, you know, I got married, I got the children, and then I got divorced. And then my life got more boring. I, I was already settled with who I was, and life was just pretty much dull. So okay. I figured, okay. <laughs> Sarah, this is what I'm going to say to you. Let <laughs> us be the judge of whether your life became dull. <laughs> Still write about it. And we will let you know if we think it's dull. Because somehow, I don't think it's dull. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I I actually got a lot what you said that wow, why did it end like this? You kind of left us hanging. Yes, you did, but that. you know what? That's a good thing. You you leave us wanting more, right? You leave us <laughs> wanting more. So <laughs> let's start with Sarah, and you're from Holland, um, the Netherlands, who I actually have to say is one of my favorite football teams. I do have an orange jersey. <laughs> but that, that's, that's a whole other thing. Um, so tell me a little bit because, you know, people, I want to paint a picture of Holland and especially I paint a picture of Holland, not in terms of the wonderful wooden shoes. Uh, my mother's been to Holland, so she actually has a pair of <laughs> wonderful wooden shoes, which are quite comfortable. Um, yeah. And, and, yeah. and, you know, and, and what we visualize Holland as. I want to go a little deeper. I want to see Holland through your eyes. So through your eyes, Sarah Braun. And, and how was it? How was your childhood in, in Holland? Yeah, because the Holland that I grew up in and the Holland is today are really different. Um, so the Holland that I grew up in was is very similar to how most Americans view Holland today, which is the windmills and the wooden shoes and the typical Dutch blonde, people with blue eyes. And right. And tall. And tall, yes. <laughs> I am not the, the smallest. I am pretty tall and people often relate, oh, it's because you're from Holland, but <laughs> I don't really have Dutch blood, really. But uh, whatever, I take it, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> So, you know, the, the Holland I grew up in was pretty much like how most people in America visualize it to be. And um, I do have to say my childhood um, was very nice, very pleasant. Um, I grew up a lot, around a lot of farms, a lot of freedom, a lot of nature, a lot oh, of nice. just wholesomeness. You know, I knew everything about, still do. About mm -hmm. flowers, about animals, about the four seasons, um, about nature, about farming. That these are just things that were taught to us um, um, naturally at a right. young age. Um, as at, at three years old, two and a half, three years old, it was perfectly safe to just roam the streets by yourself, not too far from or obviously right. around the house. Yeah. But those things were just perfectly normal and was very safe. Um, uh, honestly, also me as a child, we were one of the only dark people in our area. Right. And I never 
experienced um, any racism, uh, what many people might think, yeah. Right. We never really experienced it. We were actually more so praised for being so, wow, so exotic. And yes. Interesting. And, isn't it? And, yeah. And, and the smell that came out of our kitchen, it smells so delicious. Because it's spices. real food. <laughs> Yes, my father, he used to always cook and he was a very good cook also. Nice. So, um, and my hair, very, very curly hair, very uh, thick hair. And yeah. everybody always wanted to touch it. And wow, and so thick. And when, if you make a braid, it stays. It in stays. Oh, yes, I want that. And, you know. Wow. So, um, yes, I, I really had a very pleasant upbringing, I must say. Um, but it's a I very not... Jewish upbringing. No, 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 no. Okay. No, no, no. Not at all. Very, um, the, the area I grew up in was very, um, like, Catholic, Christian, Catholic-like. Okay. Um, and, um, no, you you technically did not really want it to be Jewish in that, in that environment. It was not um, welcomed um, very much. So I did not really want it people to know that we were Jewish, really. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. especially around the holidays, the, the Christmas and, and, and the Easter and stuff like that. You just wanted to be part of, I wanted to just be part of that and experience that. That was right. cool. Being Jewish right. was not appreciated. <laughs> you're, you're being very tactful. <laughs> so um, <laughs> when you say, when you say appreciated, what level of not appreciation? Like, is it like they would just say, oh, they're the, the strange Jewish family down the road? They don't, mm-hmm. or would they be a little more assertive than that? Would they be more like, oh, those Jews as both. opposed to the, both. those? Okay. okay. Oh, yeah. 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 There was a, a Jewish family um, in our neighborhood. He went to my school and they were not treated nicely. And the mm-hmm. boy was bullied. He never had play dates. He, 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 you know, and I was just terrified for that. I did not, I did not need that. We were popular. We were cool. And I just wanted it to stay to like stay that. that yeah. Way. yeah. Like the, any the, normal the, child would, right? Exactly. Like you exactly. don't want to, you don't want to, tar- you don't want a negative target on yourself. I think you know, that people and myself, we, because I guess growing up in North America and growing up in Canada, yeah, people have their stereotypes about Jews and this and that, but it'd be very rare. I would like to think it would be very rare to find a story of like what you said, especially in this generation and in, in our generation, I'm going to yeah. assume, I'm just going to assume we're the same age. Even though really? I, I probably have a couple decades on you, but let's pretend we're the same age. <laughs> And, and, you know, it wouldn't be, a, it would just be about, oh, yeah, they're Jewish, but not, oh, yeah, they're Jewish, we can't play with them. So I, I found it, it hurt a little when it hurt when I heard that, because I thought, I thought that stuff was over. No, no. In Europe, like. No, 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 no. It's definitely not, still today, really not fully. But yeah. where I grew up, those are old-fashioned Dutch people. So they're right. even more so, very blonde about... When I came to America, <clears throat> I was au pair for a Dutch family. Mm-hmm. And even they just, you know, they just said the wildest things about us. Wow. And I was just flabbergasted, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And that, that was a pretty modern family, even. They were not even so typical, like, farmer Dutch people. Right, right. So those those things, they take root and they, they, they yeah, hold on. Unfortunately. Oh, my goodness. Unfortunately, but you have to remember also that these people are the children of, excuse me, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I have a tickle. Oh. These people are the children of um, sometimes, you know, Nazi sympathizers. Um, okay. They they are the children straight from um, the, the, the Nazi regime. Actually, from- they would be, wouldn't they? That generation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah 100%. Yeah. Yes, Ooh. I was a child in the nineties in that area, and and yeah, so yeah, yeah, absolutely. You kind yeah. of put it in perspective when you said that. So tell mm-hmm. me a little bit about your family. Um, you talk a bit about your great grandmother, and mm-hmm. just you know, a little bit about your family, if you don't mind. 
Sure. Where yeah. should I start? Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Without giving any spoilers, too. Is no. that... <laughs> Gosh, but you oh. did have a relationship and an interesting relationship with your great grandmother, correct? Yeah. Yeah. So, so <clears throat> my great grandmother, funny enough, I am named after her also. But anyway, my great grandmother, oh. <laughs> she was. Um, uh, she uh, she originates from Eastern Europe. She was the last Hasidic um, 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 person in, in, in my family, if you will. Oh. Uh, she was a gorgeous woman. Um, my mother says even when she was when she was younger, she was just stunning. She had dark hair, green eyes, um, uh -huh. slim, just tall, beautiful. What? Yeah. Um, I remember her also. Um, unfortunately, my memories of her are not so. You know, even if she wouldn't always say much to me, you could mm -hmm. just feel the coolness, the, the uh, cold yeah. regret. Yeah. She was not loving towards me or my siblings at all. Mm -hmm. um, she would be towards other cousins who were of lighter color. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, she, she, she was just very racist. She gave my grandmother away because my grandmother came out dark. Um, so she gave her away to her father's side of the family. And um, my grandmother, unfortunately, passed away when at a very young age, when she was 32 years old. Very young. And um, when that happened, my great-grandmother came back to claim my mother and my mother's sister custody of them. Why? I don't know. Yeah, I, I was just, you took the words <laughs> out of my mouth. That's odd. Yeah, yeah. Very interesting. Wouldn't surprise me if, because she got money for it or something, to be really okay. Okay, fair, fair enough. Fair enough. She, yeah, she 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 even she even had my mother marry my father because he had a lot of money. Mm -hmm. Otherwise it was a no go because he was not Jewish and he was black. Which, oh, which so but the mother... money balanced everything in yes. his favor. Wow. Yeah. Yes, yes. There are a lot of stories about my great grandmother and then when money plays a role that things are okay for her. Oh wow. Um I'm sorry that I talk so blunt and perhaps disrespectful, but it's no, just... No, you're speaking, you're speaking to fact. And you can't... Yeah. You shouldn't soften fact. Fact is fact, right? I, yeah. And it is what it is. And obviously, we all know there is colorism around. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. unfortunately, for some, yeah. it's right in our families. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, yeah. Which hurts even more. But, but continue, yeah. please. Yes, so she claimed custody of my mom and my aunts. Um, so my mother was five years old, and she was practically raised by her by her grandmother. Um, and you know, my mother for her, it's it's hard to talk about it. And here and there, she she. I mean, now I pretty much know as much there there is for me to know. <laughs> but um, as I got older, she here and there let go of a few things of what she went through or what she her great grandma her grandmother said to her or said about us. Wow. Um, but as well, my mother, she was raised in a very non-loving way, in a way of that you should be grateful that I took you in. You, the schwarze, you, you yeah. black yeah. girl, you know. But my mother, she, <clears throat> still today, my mother is a very idle woman, very... Um, very vain, very proud of who she is. Right. Interestingly enough, because she did not get that from her career. Right, right, right. She, but be she found her own self-esteem. Somehow she did. Wow. And she would wear heels when she was a teenager because she said, I have to feel high. I am high. I have to feel it. You know, she had these things. She has this thing to her that she always had to dress to perfection okay. because she's perfect and and. Um, and my great grandmother couldn't stand it. She would just like try to knock her down. I was going to say, sounds like, yeah, but she wasn't having it. Your mom sounds, that sounds incredible because that could not have been easy. No, no. And, you know, and to me, that's pretty interesting because for me, if I think about myself and how I am today, it's all coming from my mother. I took really example from my mom and believed everything she told me. And that's who I am today. But my mom did not have that. But still, she has such a pride about her, yeah. um, which is amazing. It is. That's strength. That's strength. And that's probably yeah. how she was able to cope. 
It was like, yeah. you may say this about me, but I am yeah. this. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Where did she get it from? Awesome. I wonder. Yeah. yeah I, I, I do feel like she is sensitive for certain things and certain topics. And me being Hasidic and so involved in the Yiddish community, she's always like, you know, don't let anyone disrespect you and don't take <laughs> S, BS from anyone. And you are this and... As if yeah. she, as if she feels like all those other Hasidic people are like her grandmother. Grand, yeah. And don't let anyone tell you any nonsense. You know wow. who you are. Blah, blah, blah. So she's always on edge. When I was getting married, of course she was happy and jolly and smiling and greeting. But if somebody tried to go anywhere or say anything funny, she yeah, there's a, oh, there's don't that, you? It's almost yeah. an inherent distrust, and you're yeah. her baby. Yeah. And you're exactly. a baby, and it's not that cycle will not happen with you. Exactly, probably what she's thinking exactly. That's such an impressive woman. Yeah, but she was sensitive like a, for it as well. Yeah, still. sensitive for it. You know, like I, Hashem, I feel like whatever you say, this okay, whatever. It's your yeah, opinion. Yeah. you do you, yeah. and whatever you feel is fine with me. Doesn't doesn't. So you think in some ways me. maybe too heightened to it, like she just yeah. couldn't relax. Yeah, exactly. Okay. My mom, unfortunately, because she grew up in that. Yeah. It still feels like, yo, you are like my great-grandmother. I am going to watch you to make sure. <laughs> so, Oh, yeah. my gosh. Well, yeah. something else that I know that you, cause I, that you did get from your great-grandmother was Yiddish. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay, so <laughs> I do not speak Yiddish, even though I have this book called The Idiot's Guide to Yiddish. And, <laughs> and every now and then I say I speak Seinfeld Yiddish, you know, <laughs> even though my favorite word is surus, surus. I hope I'm saying that Potter, right. Potter. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love that word just because the word feels like what it is, you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I use that. I use it with my kids a lot, yeah. Yeah, so there's some Yiddish that I'll throw out every now and then, but then I get nervous because I seem to myself, don't think I can actually understand everything else. <laughs> but you are a fluent Yiddish yeah. speaker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you were a fluent Yiddish speaker Pre-New York. Yeah. 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 Although I must say that the Yiddish that my grandmother spoke, my great-grandmother spoke, is different than Hasidic Yiddish that my kids speak now or that okay. we really speak all in the house now. More like the dialect. <clears throat> okay. Um, so that, yeah. But yeah, it, and for me, it was just... Because, you know, I spoke to my great-grandma Yiddish, but but I would never dare to, to do it to my friends or whatever. Nobody has to know back yeah. then. Yeah, because that's very, very Jewish. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, it was when I came to New York and I started to having a Yiddish friend here and there. Mm -hmm. It felt so comfortable, so right. home-like. And um, I describe it in my book as well. Uh but the place where I worked, the first time that I got to take care of a Yiddish kid, the baby, mm -hmm. a newborn, um, automatically and 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 um, um, naturally, I started to speak Yiddish to the baby. Not even really. It's as if a Yiddish soul speaks to a Yiddish soul. Yeah, 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 yeah. I understand. It, yeah, wow. It was not even like oh, conscious. It was yeah. just like just something natural that from the heart. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And her father was like, oh, I should speak Yiddish to my daughter. I don't speak Yiddish. What is <laughs> happening? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he was more modern Orthodox, you know. Um, but it just happened so naturally. Wow. And, uh, yeah. So so it, 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 it even though I preferred as a child not to just do it and people to know it. Yes. It was still the thing that's in your heart that yeah. really is you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So yeah, it's not just it's not just a language for you. It is right. who you are. It is your yeah. here. It's yeah. your soul. It's your gut. Yeah. 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 And another cool thing. It may be a spoiler, but I got to say that I was kind of like, oh, she's so lucky. And your whole story around your singing. Lucky. <laughs> you think you have a voice? You can sing. Yeah. <laughs> Look, if you heard me sing, you'd say she's right. <laughs> she can't sing. <laughs> but. 
I was like, oh my gosh. And you were just so determined. <laughs> yeah, super determined. Yeah, yeah. Like you were, you yeah. are. I'm going to go past tense. You were an impressive young lady, like kid. Oh, like just that you. streak. So do you sing Thank for you. yourself? Or you haven't like completely, I, I hope not, because that's a gift. No, I definitely sing. Uh, to be really honest, my biggest passion is singing. I sing since I'm 14 and I have a piano right here. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm happy. <laughs> no, I sing all the time. I keep up with my voice. I keep it warm. Oh, good. Um, yeah, I sing all the time, all the time. Wow. And yeah, I, you know, and it's hard because, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't feel comfortable really singing in front of men, even though I don't necessarily believe that a man shouldn't hear a woman's voice. Mm -hmm. I, I'm just not comfortable because I know it makes them uncomfortable. Uncomfortable, and that's fair. Right, but sometimes there's this niggin that they're singing this song, yeah. and I just, you just, get... I just get all carried away. Oh my god! I wish people could see you right now because I can actually see you already going there. Yes, I'm swaying. I'm swaying. Yeah, you're already going there. Oh my gosh! And I guess that's also you have clearly you have a really good ear, so that is why you are. I count on my fingers, trilingual, while you're a polygot, you speak uh, Yiddish, you speak English, and you speak yeah. Dutch. Your ear must be incredible. Yeah. Language is, was always my strongest yeah. point. Also in school, I, I, I didn't score so high on everything, but on languages, I always scored very high. Language yeah. is an art. Yeah, creative, your ear. Creative, uh, it's you. Yeah. It's you. <laughs> oh my gosh, ever venture into Hebrew? I'm sorry. Oh, Venture to uh, learn. <clears throat> yes, I don't speak Hebrew. I understand some here and there. Okay. Um, my community is also not really into, into Hebrew, day-to-day -day Hebrew. Exactly. Yeah, definitely not. Yeah. But my kids have quite a few um, Hebrew friends from Eretz Yisrael. Okay. And they really, you know, understand quite a bit. Mm -hmm. And um, so because of that, you know, I pick right. it up and I understand more and more. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Did your kids get the gift of music of the ear? Like, do no, you, you... not at all. Oh, oh, well, we're oh, youngest. Oh, my oh, youngest. Um... Yeah, he's a goof like me, and he likes to dance and sing. Okay, so there's there it is. <laughs> yeah, but he's not good at it. Oh. And his honor, he's, not. <laughs> he's really not. But my two oldest, no. Well, no. the dancing, they don't even have a. Rhythm for rhythm. Oh you know? no, no, they don't. They don't. But it's fine. They're perfect in their own ways. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. But I thought I'd ask because you know the gift. Did the gift keep on giving? <laughs> I wish. I wish. No. Oh if, my if it's gosh. Singing or dancing, it's definitely my youngest son Maya, who uh, has the most passion for it. Um, but my second son, he is autistic, and okay. interestingly enough. Right now, he's very aware, so he kinds of, he kinds of you know shuts down when there's music and people. He gets embarrassed easily, whatever. But uh -huh. when he was younger, if you would see him at a chasana, uh -huh. he would just just free completely. Yeah, his whole neshama was get got carried away oh. with dance throughout the room and. Close okay, his so it's there. It's there. Very interesting. Yeah, very, he's yeah. just holding it down. Now he really, yeah. really is. But now even when I try to dance with him or sing with him, he just doesn't get the beat. He just... <laughs> <laughs> <Time>. whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes it's it's just... it's Yeah, I guess sometimes it's about the beat, but often it's just being with Ima, with mom. <laughs> right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... You need to tell me, okay, here's what I need to find out for you, because I always am interested in what makes people do what they do. Mm -hmm. And writing a book is a big thing. Yeah. You know, I don't know, how long did it take you? Three years, three years. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, three years. And in that three years, you're not just only writing a book, you're trying to live your life. It's exactly. a big yeah. thing. <laughs> And it's also a big decision to do that because yeah. it's, it's, you're, you're telling, you are telling things that I'm, I'm a 
privateish person. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't yeah. ever remember. Rem- I can't, I don't know if I could ever, I sometimes yeah. it would be kind of, but I don't know if I actually could because yeah. people are going to be reading stuff that usually mm-hmm. I keep with me. Yeah. So, and you just said you too are private. So yeah. Yeah. what made you say, you know what, I'm going to take this leap? A few reasons, a few reasons. First of all, it, ever since I got to New York, people are like, really? That's just, you must write a book. That's first of all. Yeah, because if I can interject, you just taking off to New York as basically a teenager, (laughs) I was thinking, she's crazy. (laughs) I was. (laughs) But nonetheless, please. (laughs) I didn't have to say that. But you were saying, people were saying. Yeah, Yeah, so first of all, that's that's what people always said. But then I felt like, you okay, yeah, thank you. I know it's interesting, but I keep this story to myself. But as I live my life and I have kids and I just, and, and, and also today how we are um, 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 being um, um, put out there, like what kind of people we are. Mm-hmm. I just felt like besides of telling my story, I think it's important also to let people know really how diverse Yiddish people can be yes. also within uh, the Hasidic communities. Yes. Carthidum are not just what you see on Netflix and, and, and what you see usually walking around. And th- there's so much more uh-huh. to it. And, and, and there are so many different kinds. And some of us do have, have like, you know, um, um, different ways about us or mm-hmm. different stories or different backgrounds or look different. And mm-hmm. I just felt like for that reason, too, you know what? I'm sick and tired of this. No, I did not convert. This yeah. is who I am. And sometimes this is how we are. And I'm going to tell it. Good for so, you. Uh, yeah. Well, I got a chill <laughs> when you said that because because you said, I got a chill when you said it was so important for people to see the Hasidic community differently. Yeah. Because there is a lot of stuff that people say and stuff around yeah. the communities. Yeah. And even the lack of recognition that Hasidic is not Hasidic as Hasidic. There's Hasidic within Hasidic, you know? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's Definitely. Just, it, like you yeah. said, it's not all just one group of people exactly. who happen to wear black. You know? Exactly. And, and we have to learn to move past that. And yeah. you're, you did illustrate that in, in, in your journey. So. <laughs> you did. You, you illustrated in your journey and you were very real about yeah. about it yeah. and I think too just your whole the fact that you embraced because let's be real Sarah you could have come from New York or come from Holland to New York and just just been Sarah you know yeah. just like whatever yeah. and just be Jew in name only <laughs> yeah. you know yeah. you could have you could have done that but yeah. you 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 know you then you this is the other part of your book. You followed the man. <laughs> I had the I would that. never did it today. I just I hope so. not. <laughs> I read it. Yeah, yeah, that's what I said. You you you're brave. Um <laughs> you know, and then you embraced you embraced your Judaism. And then you took it even further. Yeah. And yeah. you know, and yeah, yeah. Because what you just said, you could have gone to New York and just be Sarah. Mm-hmm. That's really what the plan was to just go to New York and just be Sarah. And, and mm-hmm. that's that. I just grew towards something um, unintentionally and really unconsciously. It just happened. It's just where I went and, mm-hmm. and, and still am and where I belong and where my heart is. Yeah. my soul is it's it's clear like you you know it was clear it was meant to be yeah. um I, I i i felt that in that and even when even as you went through th- your different paths or well it was one path but you know what i'm saying yeah. like it was yeah. like modern orthodoxy no 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 it's lovely but you know i i need more <laughs> i need more yeah. it was like you were hungry and yeah. you just had to you just wanted literary. more. Yeah. yeah. You, you just, you, you hit the nail on the head. Exactly. Yeah. I did indeed. I 
been in different communities, felt yeah. them all out, not on purpose. Oh, let me see what this is. Let me see what. Mm-hmm. No, you know. And at some point, I felt like, oh yeah, this is this yeah. is really where I belong. And yeah. yeah, everything was. There is no. There was no point that I ever felt that it wasn't authentic. No. There was no point. It was. Yeah. It was. It felt very natural and. And, and you, you, you let us into your thought processes. And even yeah. when you were like, um, this is not enough for me, I'm, I'm here at this place and this is, this is how they do, but yeah. I, I, it's not for me. Yeah. But at the same time, I didn't get the impression you made them feel that they weren't good enough. No, no, no. You know, like I, it was like, I, you're good enough. It's just not for me. Yeah. I need I more. No, yeah. I never would intentionally do that. I, I, I am very respectful of everybody and everybody, how they wish to practice Judaism. Yeah, your book and and you actually really are an incredible, and I will say this, an example of how a Hasidic person, woman should be. Like you oh, really I'm, were. I was like, thank yeah, you. maybe Aww. I should have kept being religious. Like I was just- <laughs> As, you know, full disclosure, I walked the line at one point. At one point, I was modern Orthodox, and I kind of yeah. walked the line. I go up and down, back and forth. There are some things that you can never, I will never compromise on. Me. There yeah. are uh, no compromise, but I'm, but I, but yeah. I have to say, I do have a huge appreciation for those who do not compromise like I do. Aww. I really do. Yeah. yeah. Because. Yeah. I always say, if it weren't for the Sarahs, if it weren't for whomever, would we recognize Judaism? Would we recognize what it is? And am I making any sense? If we, yeah. if we walk the line, yeah. And 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 I think century upon century upon century, because of that, we have Judaism today. We have Jews today. And, you know, whether or not you deem yourself observant, not observant, a little bit, whatever, we're Jewish. And I think because of that holding on mm-hmm. to Torah and holding on, that is why we recognize each other. That's yeah. my opinion. And that is why yeah. we are here today. Yeah. Yes. But hey, you know, don't feel bad. You, you are who you are. And, and that's really wonderful. Oh, I'm good. <laughs> no. <laughs> I do have moments of, but. Oh. <laughs> yes, no, but eh, I, I, how do I say this in a way? Like, you have other good things that perhaps I really don't have. Everybody has their role. Everybody has their part in this world. And really, trust me, even though I do these crazy things, because if I have an 18-year-old daughter... <laughs> I would not let her do what I did. I would chase her around. But um, um, what what was I about to say? That we all have our own things and our we do things. Yes, but I was going somewhere. Oh, but I was kind of like well, stuck on me. Back, when I was it... <laughs> yes, <laughs> the thing really is, I, I I am not so. At least I would really not describe myself being so perfect and and. And even though I am Hasidic today, I grew up so um, modern and so my mother instilled such a confidence in me that I know that sometimes I think things that most Hasidic women would not think, if you will. I'm not going to speak it. No, understood, understood. Yeah. Like really, yeah. there, there, there. I, 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 I have. He also said things to certain highs of rabbis, whatever, rabbis, uh-huh. whatever, that usually women should not say or would not dare to say. Right. And, but I just feel not disrespectful things, but just things like this is what I think, and this yeah. is how really it should be. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I have really, I have been very blunt in ways that most Hasidic women would not be. But it's because I'm raised that way. I, I was going to say, raised- it's because 
yeah, we are all a product of where we're from yeah. and our, our, our past. We all have yeah. our product of that. And yeah. it doesn't make it right. And it doesn't make it wrong. It just makes it yeah. different. Right. But never disrespectful, though. Just exactly. Just clear. No, <laughs> I, no I, under, I don't. I feel that you are <laughs> not going to be the disrespectful no, person. No, no, no. No. So, no, that to me was is understood. But I <laughs> do know what you're saying. There are some things that would be awfully bold to say because there is a custom of not yeah yeah and so it's throw people right yeah but it's just a custom of not exactly exactly that yeah right oh oh my (laughs) so how is your mom coping with her hasidic daughter um otherwise other than making sure that nobody messes with her because (laughs) (laughs) because you know it's shades of because it's not unknown in your family. You come from a Hasidic family when yeah. all is said and done. No. And it's like you've gone, you know, it was like it's come back around, right? Yeah. yeah. With yeah. you. Yeah. But it is, it is, it is something that I was thinking like if my daughter said, oh, you know, mom and, and started that journey, I'd probably be like, okay, we got to, we got to like, I have to adjust myself now. Like, it's like, <laughs> I got to process this, right? So, yeah. And, yeah. and how yeah. is your mom with that? Like, was she no, like, No, but okay. my mom, she got kind of accustomed to this tibitzla, like little by little, not, okay. not like mom, like from one day to another. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> I'm just like, I come from Holland being modern and then all of a sudden. And then go back to Holland to visit her and you're like, oh. Surprise! <laughs> no, it yeah. didn't go like that. She um, saw me going through the different stages, and whatever. My mother is really a person. If this is what you want to do, then go ahead. I just don't want you to lose yourself. You stay true to yourself, and don't do things because other people tell you to do them. Do them because they feel right for you by you. Mm-hmm. So, um, and 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 that's really always how it has been for me in the first place. Okay. But my mother really is a type of person that she just wants her kids to be happy, whatever that is. Uh-huh. If you want to be gay, if you want to be Hasidish, if uh-huh. you want to be a hippie, whatever it is, <laughs> just don't do nobody harm and wow. be happy. It's a good role um, model. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm kind of the same way with my kids, kind of. Uh-huh. They just don't know and I don't want them to know. When they're older, they may know because right now I do want them to be a certain you way. You want them on a path, yes. You want them on. Exactly. You do not want them taking off out of the house at 17 and running off somewhere. No. You, want, you want them on a path. Exactly. And that's fair. Exactly. I do respect them and their opinions. And, mm-hmm. and you know, one of my kids has pious, the other one does not. And one has a. So I do try okay. to respect them in certain ways within boundaries, within boundaries. Right. But 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 really I, I, I would also just the, the main point is the main purpose is for also for my kids. They just have to be happy. I I, I, I sometimes paid a lot of money for summer camps or for this or oh, that. Oh yeah. If my kids say after a week, I'm just not happy, there goes all my money, I would take them out. Yeah. I just there's oh. You know, and maybe it's something that mothers do and fathers wouldn't. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, well, you're, that, that sounds, that sounds like the right thing to do because I guess, right? Ultimately, yeah. you're right. You want them to be happy. You yeah. want them to feel yeah. that you want your children to always understand that you have their best interests at heart. Yes. And, and another thing also, really, to be really honest, if they're not happy, I am not happy. Exactly. So maybe I did it for myself. I don't know. So that I can yeah. stay happy. <laughs> but, it's just important (laughs) and you're the mother of boys you're a boy mom boy moms like oh mothers and their boys (laughs) oh yeah i yeah yeah definitely definitely (laughs) i have a foster daughter now though um but she acts like the boys a foster daughter oh yeah yeah yes and when they told me that she's going to live with me, I bought dolls and bows and then she comes here and she's just, she wants to run and she doesn't play with the dollhouse ever. And she just wants to do all so the hang out with the boys. boys do. <laughs> okay. So now Sarah, I'm going to go back to what you said about boring. Are you kidding me right now? That's why I didn't. 
That's why I was like, did I hear her right? Like, that's why I said, pardon? <laughs> like, your life wasn't busy oh. enough, and you opened up your home and your heart to this young lady. Yeah. Well, that yeah, is a awesome. little brother, too, by the way. But <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> And if people can see yeah. you, she looks very relaxed and calm <laughs> and not tired. I would look more raggedy than i already oh. look now no um, you don't stop. oh no no really don't 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 humor me sarah i know what no, I, you like. really I can don't. see my vision um but <laughs> <laughs> but that is incredible oh thank you may i ask and you know what led you to that because that is not an easy thing Lend to do to, that. to fostering because that's yeah. not easy because so needed it's so much needed first of all i love kids everybody that anyone that knows me very well or a little mm -hmm. bit well for that is knows that i love children i've always worked with children right now yeah. i'm working with children from the ukraine to integrate okay. them and that's just that's just kids are my world are my life i always want kids to just be okay whatever it takes for me to mm -hmm. do it's just my passion. Kids, okay. kids, kids, kids. So, yeah. It was no, easy it, for you. It was, yeah, it was, it was like no a no brainer. question. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And really, if you see how much they value every little thing that you do, if I go to the store, I buy them a lollipop, I picked them up from school and I give them, they're like, <gasps> they call me Ima. Thank you so much. They're, oh, my they're, gosh. they're like, they're so appreciative. My kids are just like, oh, thank you, mommy. Thank you. But these <laughs> kids are like, well, they never had these, these uh, spontaneous gestures right. of kindness. So. And it makes it so worth it. My foster daughter told me the other day, next time, please, when somebody asks me who we are, can you just tell them that I am your daughter and hey. a foster daughter? Oh, and your heart <laughs> must have just like swelled up, eh? Oh, <laughs> Because that's the ultimate. Definitely. Definitely. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Your yeah. life is not boring. Just in case you didn't know that already. <laughs> okay. Thank you. That's oh my gosh. Yeah. I feel like it's boring. I, I feel like it could use some spice, but thank you. No, no, you, you have enough going on. Be careful what you say out loud too. Like, <laughs> Bring it on. <laughs> Bring it on. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So here's a question for you because sometimes I get this question. Yeah, sure. Um people because people will ask me and obviously will ask you mm -hmm. about you know how do we navigate the may the white Jewish world, right? Yours being Hasidic, mine not, but how do yeah. we navigate? And there are definitely common commonalities in how sometimes we are approached in the questions that's yeah. that doesn't matter what type of Judaism you 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 practice. Yeah. But every now and then I get a question about the black community. About Is the black the community? black community or the African American community. Ah, yeah, I sometimes yeah. get, you know, it's like they say, well, how do they feel when they hear that you're Jewish? Like they'll yeah. say that to me and I'm like, oh, sometimes it depends. Yeah. Sometimes they'll say, if it's somebody who happens to be like evangelistic, they'll say, girl, you need Jesus. Yeah. But a, I said, yeah, but, a... <laughs> yeah, but I said, other than that, you know, my background's Jamaican and there's a decent wow. Jewish population in Jamaica. And so yeah. there's a nice, you know, we have Chabad is there. And so, like, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. So it's not, Jamaicans aren't as like, uh, yeah. But, you know, that was a long way to ask a question. So do you ever find that you get from African Americans like the you know? Oh, well, you just may not. Like you may on, not. Read the comments online. <laughs> you will Are find Are you serious? Yeah, unfortunately. The African American community in general is not very happy with me being Jewish and marrying a light colored Jewish man um, that, uh -huh. that's even making it all worse and i lived in harlem for a few months you must have read that in the book also <laughs> and it was always you jewish girl i've never yeah. seen a jewish look like you the, yeah. like comments like that, you did that <laughs> <I quit>. <laughs> <laughs> always got that and 
you know, the the the, the energy often just changes when when yeah. people then find out that she Jews. Oh, she that they assume you're arrogant. I feel like I'm really not arrogant, uh-huh. but you know, I I always get that assumption quickly or. Uh, oh, you must marry a white guy and he got you into becoming... I get all sorts of... But yeah. unfortunately, it's often, just too often negative. Yeah. Too often. And, and that's really unfortunate. Yeah. Wow. Okay, now I'm going to have to go because I I tend... I try and avoid comments. Yeah. I yeah, actually me too. Do I, I, because I, it's just know, like... Yeah. yeah. It just... It's, it makes you want to like... like like shower because it's just like the <laughs> the crap that I read sometimes. Yeah. I'm like, really, yeah, yeah. really, yeah. And and th- th- that's another thing. Um, the the assumptions, yeah, as if they know you personally. They have to, they they have all these 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 judgments and assumptions ready. Oh oh, she's this. Yeah. Oh she's that. She yeah. must be this. She must have done that. She. She did, she yeah. did, she did, she did. And then I'm like, oh, well, I did not know. When when did I become this? Yeah, so yes. I? <laughs> thank, thank you for telling me who I am. Exactly. <laughs> That's milk for me. Yeah, it is. It's it's frustrating. It is definitely yeah, frustrating. Yeah, yeah well, wow. yeah. I, I didn't know that, honestly, I was so... Um, I would handle it so without such... Um, it wouldn't weigh on me so much. Mm-hmm. I, I do read often what people have to say. <laughs> yeah. In general, it's all very positive. I Good. Must, 99% of the of, of, of comments are positive. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but yeah, there are some real negative ones out there. But, you know, it's at the, at the same time, I'm like, okay, well, whatever. If you if you feel this way, then okay, you yeah. may. doesn't mm-hmm. has nothing to do with me personally. It's yeah. your opinion. Yeah, but yeah, it's not. It's not. Of course, it's not nice and no. pleasant to read. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you know, we've lately too. There's like, there's a phenomenon because mm-hmm. of you know COVID and more people mm-hmm. online and this and that. There are a lot of brave people who wouldn't dare say anything in person. And yeah. sometimes I look at that and I think, oh, you're you're so brave because you're behind a keyboard. <laughs> Knock yourself out. Ooh, you're so tough. <laughs> and then I just like, oh, and I'm like, wow. And you have a lot of time on your hands. Yeah. Clearly you need a hobby. Go to school. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. It is kind of yeah. nuts. Like, yeah. Really, I've, really. I've tried to avoid social media now because of, I just, I, I just, I, I just can't. Yeah. I can't anymore. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't anymore. I, I completely trust me. I completely yeah. understand. I don't respond to anything. That first of all, because yeah. the more you respond, probably the more you get. Yeah, but that, 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 oh. the more you, you know, it goes back and forth. That I wouldn't yeah. even go there, but I do read. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I guess you know you have a book. I can avoid <laughs> it because I don't need to. I'm not looking to see how my book went. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to. Yeah, so I can. No, I can hide. Yeah, yeah. yeah I hear. You. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh, you know what? This is awesome, <laughs> isn't it? I gotta come to New York and visit you. You should. Where are I you? Do. Canada? Where are you? I'm in Where? Toronto. Toronto. Oh wow. Toronto. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of my friends go there often. Uh, Tosh, if Tosh in uh, Toronto. In, uh, well, you, you need to come with them one time. <laughs> But come I, on, <laughs> perhaps. Come I've on, never been So yeah, so I still am owed. I owe myself a trip to New York. Yeah, it's been a long. It's been well, I'm at there are buses years. going from from where you are straight to New York. Oh, excuse you know. me, I'm a princess. I will not be. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not a princess. I'm yet. I'm getting older. I need creature comfort. Yeah. So that when I so that I can get up off the seat without my hips locking. Okay. <laughs> direct flights. For I you. need a direct flight. <laughs> Sounds oh, like my mom. I... Oh yeah, there's a point where it's like, no, 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 no. Yeah, I came I think back from one of those. She yeah. needs she she flies to New York, certain airlines and only direct flights. Even if I it's understand. a two hour layover, she will not. Your mother is right. 
once you start having those layovers, that's when, first of all, you you have to get out of your comfortable position and you got to deal with stuff. Then you know your luggage is going to go missing. And... <laughs> you know that's so fun me if i travel with my kids you know of course i can pay for a direct flight but as stingy as i am if i can say frugal frugal say frugal you're not frugal frugal. (laughs) i will save those 500 Hmm. bucks and have my two hour three hour layover i just do that and then we'll like make a whole adventure of it wherever we are we have to buy a magnet if we are at switzerland we buy a magnet for the fridge just to prove we have been there you know okay and i'm actually thinking that sounds good but (laughs) i still also see my luggage going missing (laughs) well if your luggage goes missing then you're then the air the airlines they owe you a lot so that's but then i'll be wearing the same clothes (laughs) (laughs) because I am cheap. I am not buying new clothes. <laughs> no, no. I do have to say, um, I do pack always an extra set of clothing in our hand luggage for, in case our luggage Just in case, okay. Missing. So you've thought but, of that too. You've yes, but that. if I can save a few hundreds for a layover, okay, fair. You're, my you're mother won't do it. I. She will not do it. But okay, so your I'm, mother and yeah. I will travel together and <laughs> we'll meet you 18 days later wherever we are. <laughs> but yeah. I am owed. I am do a trip to New York. Yeah, I will look you up because I would love to meet you in person. Yes, yes, yeah. I would love to also. It'd be yeah. so nice. Would be oh so. Oh my gosh. Well, yeah. thank you, Sarah. <laughs> thank you so much. Thank oh, you. This pleasure. Is, oh, I'm so happy to have met you. You see, I'm smiling so much. My face is hurting a little. Uh, uh, thank you for coming on this show. Boy. And Boy. a reminder to everyone: don't forget to purchase. That Black Hasidic Lady. You can get it on Amazon. You can get it in Kindle. You can get it in paperback. You can get it. Get all three. Get all three <laughs> and share it. So absolutely well worth the read. I told you, one 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 sitting. It's amazing. Oh, thank amazing. you. Thank so thank you. you very much for joining us today. Thank you. Rivkush is hosted by me, Rivka Campbell. We're produced and edited by Michael Freeman. Our theme music is by Westside Gravy. We're proudly sponsored by the Canadian Race Relations Foundation and hosted by the CGN Podcast Network. If you like this episode, please subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. To support our work and everything else the CJN does, visit the cjn.ca slash donate to make a monthly donation and receive a charitable tax receipt. Thanks for listening. Scattered in the wind, never scattered to bend. To remember where we come from and the gold that's within. Zahavi Roshalai, Asur Lishkoa, Hakdushata Aritz, Shenotela Nukoa.